0: Turn up the radio and sing along It's time for another great song This is the Great Song Podcast Seasons greetings and welcome once again to the Great Song Podcast I'm Rob Alley And I am JP Motor And we're here to celebrate the greatest songs in modern music history We're going to tell you what makes them great Why we think they're awesome And why you should too JP, how you doing today, man? Man! I am doing fantastic. Today we are
1: talking with a 70s artist yeah. who has turned back into the uh, into the zeitgeist, back around a lady by the name of Kate Taylor. Kate Taylor. As we're here in, in Ladies Month. Sister Kate. So in classic JP and Rob fashion, we prepped different things. Yes, we <laughs> so we each picked a different Kate Taylor song that we did our prep work on. Yes. Midway through the week, before we are about to record this, Rob's like, so we're doing this one, right? And I'm like, no, we're doing this one. And I was like, you know what? I'll just I'll just prep yours and we'll go with it. But Uh, I think I'm going to do it this way where we're going to start talking about Rob's and then midway we'll shift to mine. Okay, So we're going to do meet the band sections on one. It's going to be a hodgepodge of goodness, but it all is going to wrap up with some good Kate Taylor love. And the common theme that we're going to go with is Kate Kate Taylor did it it first. She did it first. And you guys are going to know this stuff, um, but Kate Taylor did it first. That is the theme of ours. So Rob, let's play yours first. Okay. um, Because Kate Taylor did this one first as well well as another one and uh and let's let's talk about Kate Taylor. All right, let's start it off with this
0: one. This is where you lead by Kate Taylor. So let's start there. That's Where You Lead by Kate Taylor. You may also recognize it uh, as the theme song to one of the all-time favorite, like, female shows and I, I i don't mean only loved by females or for females I just mean like one of the all time female, like, female lead shows and that would be The Gilmore Girls. My wife's sister's favorite show. Okay, there, it's a lot of people's sister's favorite shows, right? <laughs> and let's hear the reworked version that appeared as the theme song to Gilmore Girls and then we'll kind of talk about what happened but here's the version you may know if you only know this song from The Gilmore Girls. Loving Gotta love that drum loop.
2: You mean that's what you're worth where you leave. I will follow anywhere
1: that you tell me to. If you need, you need me to be with you, I will
0: follow where you live. Yeah, it's time for Lorelei and Rory <laughs> to chat about things over some coffee. Melissa McCarthy was right. her early, probably her earliest thing that I knew her from, Melissa McCarthy on <laughs> okay. Gilmore Girls. Uh, something about this song makes my shoulders shimmy. I don't know if you noticed, oh, I noticed. but I, gonna... my shoulders get into it. I took my bra off. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Just something about this song, dude. Do you, um,
1: do you hear that song and immediately think that's the WB?
0: That's the CW. The w. It's been so long since I've even thought of that network as being called the WB. But you're absolutely right, uh, kids. If you only know the CW. Uh-huh. Just remember that we had the it WB. It used to be the WB. Yeah. Was the WB – it was different from UPN, right? UPN yeah, oh, yeah, was a yeah, different – Yeah, yeah it's something different. Okay. But it used to be the WB and the frog, the Leon Redbone frog, there you right, go. was the – There you hello, go. Hello, my baby. Hello, hello my – Yeah. Hello, my ragtime God Wow. The WB. How about yep. that? Taking it back. So, Where You Lead first appeared on Kate Taylor's debut album, Sister Kate, in 1971. And it went on to be recorded by Carol King. It was a top 40 hit for Barbara Streisand twice. Uh, Lauren Elena recorded it for American Idol. And it was the theme song, of course, to Gilmore Girls. Um, and that version was reworked by Carol King and Louise Goffin uh, and recorded by them for the show. Louise Goffin um, hosts her own podcast. The Great Song Adventure, by the way. Great name. Um, I know, right? Although I think it might have changed names. And she's also the uh, daughter of famed songwriter Jerry Goffin, who we've talked about before. When we did Pleasant Valley Sunday, he co-wrote uh, Pleasant Valley Sunday with Carol King. So, like, lots of interesting strings to tie into the middle. On. There's going to be so many names that tie in with Kate
1: Taylor. You're going to be Legendary like, holy names. cow, she is... And we haven't even touched on the fact that her brother um is a, is a guy by the name is, of James Taylor. You yeah, young up-and-comer you may have heard of. He, yeah, he's got some hits that we'll talk about later Yeah, uh, the um, meet the band section. Yes,
0: you may, you may... May have heard him. You may have heard... He, they play him a lot on, like, indie stations and <laughs> college radio. <laughs> Um, I, you know, I think he's going to be able to scratch out a living That's right. uh, doing this music. I thing. think he's playing down at the pizza hut tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For t- Make sure and give him some change. That's, That's all right. he gets. That's he right. doesn't get any money at the door. Well, for, for, he just
1: believes in the music. Yeah. So he's there. Just
0: for- so, uh, the, the whole Taylor family, it turns out is like crazy musical. Uh, and we'll, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit, but so the, and that by the way is where the album title sister Kate Came from James has sort of just established himself and burst onto the scene, and um, Kate ends up recording Sister Kate in 1971. So it is it is meant in the family way, not like the church way where you like call somebody Sister Kate. Right? right. You know what I mean? How you doing, Sister Kate? Uh, that's, good. that's the churches we grew up in. That's how it was. I don't know if like if y'all if you go to church out there, uh, I don't know if if that's the kind of church you go to where you call each other brother and sister. But that's what we did. Somehow
1: up as a- about that scene. So w- maybe it's that mixed with the pa- the fact that we talked about the W B. <laughs> The way you said that, I just smelled a combination of hairspray and Red
0: Door perfume. (laughs) I don't know why that just hit me that way. It smells like a choir solo. It does. That's good. (laughs) That's That's awesome. Uh, I gotta say, first of all, by the way, we're in the middle of Women's Month, and we're doing all you know all uh, female focused episodes this month. But I'm very distracted by your shirt. Okay. <laughs> You're wearing a Spice Girls shirt, right? I am, right? in honor of Ladies Month. And Sporty Spice is, is give, she's... staring right into my soul. <laughs> I mean, they're all looking at the camera, but Sporty is right in my, yeah. like, she Line is of sight. staring into my heart, so learning if, my secrets. If Rob keeps listen, looking
1: at my chest area all day, it's not <laughs> that he's, like, amazed by my pectorals. Yeah. It's, that,
0: it's that the Spice Girls it's... are glaring him down. JP usually wears a shirt that has sort of something to do with something we're recording on a recording day. And I was so shocked to see him with a Spice Girls. Did you go get that (laughs) just for this session?
1: I found it on sale. And I was like, man, I kind of need that
0: for ladies' month.
1: (laughs) It's $5 well spent, ladies and gentlemen. Can't, Can't beat that. That's fantastic. Okay. My, my buddy's playing a show tonight too that's like he's like 90s themes. Everybody, I get to break out the bucket hat. So he's like everybody's wearing bucket hats and 90s stuff. And okay. I was like, oh dude, I've
0: got the perfect 90s yeah, shirt. Yeah, so, Spice Up Your Life. Spice Up Your Life. People of the world. <laughs> Tell me what you want. Kate Taylor. <laughs> uh let me let's let's listen to the bridge of uh where you lead cuz I want to point out a a rather funny uh change to the lyrics here. How's that for a scoop? So that's that that line, honey. You want to live in New York City, honey? You know I will. The original draft, as written by Tony Stern, uh, was if you want to live in effing New York City, <laughs> honey, you okay. know I will. That was the original. Like, here's what we're gonna. But um, they chose to take that out. You know, 1971 radio was not ready for, uh, for that kind of lyric yet. So they softened it a little bit. Um, but, uh, the idea, so I'm going to read this from Wikipedia, which I don't do a lot, but, but this is, this is pretty well said. It says where you lead was described by Rolling Stone magazine critic, John Landau as an quote ingratiatingly witty song. That's a good word. Ingratiatingly. Uh, ingratiatingly witty song that seems to parody the romantic extremes of some of Carol's earlier work. Landau also praises the power of Russ Kunkel's drumming on the song that would be on, on Carole King's version um, author James Perrone states that a superficial reading of the lyrics could suggest that the song reinforces stereotypes that a woman should not put her desire for a career ahead of pleasing her husband. The old like, you know, what do I need a job for? I've got you, you yeah. know, I've got my man. Uh-huh. Um, but he goes on to say that the singer has actually made an informed and empowered decision to follow her man because of the life-changing impact the relationship has had on her. Um but apparently that wasn't good enough for Carol King because she didn't perform the song live for almost 30 years. After it came out, she stopped doing it live because she felt the lyric partially promoted stereotypes she didn't want to reinforce. When she reworked it in 2000 with Louise Goffin for the Gilmore Girls version, she changed, the, uh, she changed the lyrics and added it back into her live performances. Oh, so now if you go hear Carol King, you may hear this song off of her Mammoth album, Tapestry, landmark album, which we'll get to one day. We've done... Five, almost five years of this show now, and not done a Carol King episode. Yeah, which is kind of like insane, right? <laughs> but it's because we're trying to get Carol. Uh, we, which is a tough land. T- it's kids. like it's like we trying got- to talk to you. Could almost talk to like george washington (laughs) as easily as you can talk to carol king
1: we got we got as close to the doorstep as we could and we're knocking that's right and uh we're just gonna keep uh keep visiting every now and then we're gonna keep dropping off cookies bringing by our jehovah's witness pamphlets and (laughs) elder rob's gonna be like well you just let us inside right. for seven minutes that's right we're friends with sister kate that's Can right. you let us in. oh that's it man that's <laughs> it that's, that's our way kate taylor's gonna get us in that's uh that's our way in yeah so, <laughs> so uh yeah so and you gotta stick around to the end she's so kind you're really gonna enjoy oh talking. we had so much fun man with kate. so
0: fun yeah. she's great she's great, great very great. sweet um i want to listen before i know you've got i know you've got other stuff you want to cover yeah but I, absolutely i do want to point out the the um the sort of Um, key change thing that happens in the middle of the verse heading toward the chorus. I just want to point out because this is really, it's subtle. You don't go, Oh, that was a key change, really, unless you're like a songwriter, you know what I mean? That's used to hearing these kind of things. But listen to the way, um, listen to the way the, the, the chords move around here. Let me go back a little further. So what we're doing is the I don't know what key we're in here, uh, but uh we're starting the, the, the verse is based on the one, right? Whatever key we're and we're doing a neat little transition um where we're doing a an alternate set of chords that send your ear naturally to the four chord and the four chord becomes the key of the chorus. So what would be the four chord of the verse is actually the key, the one, the root of the chorus. Okay, so take a listen here. I'm gonna just sing you bass notes as we go along. If you're out on one so that's the one love that little dun, 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 dun. so one six two five one seven to the four four and that becomes our new key oh wow does that make sense yeah so yeah. really interesting thing but it's it's one of those things that like if you don't know what you're listening to, you may not even notice that something happened. It's you know, crazy. The, I like the that. melody works over it in such a way that it's almost you almost don't even notice. Uh, let's see. I think that's all I have specifically what? really on that song. Okay, so this we- is
1: a great pivot. Place yeah. because I would like to play. If you'll play a little of, you can close your eyes. This okay. is from Sister Kate. This is the one that I initially thought we were talking about. Um, so I want to jump here for a minute because I definitely want to talk about the band on this section and a little bit about the history of this song. So you're
0: kind of getting a Kate Taylor double feature. And This is not but, to be confused with "Don't Close Your Eyes" by the late Keith Whitley. There we go. Right? This is this is permission to close this your eyes. Is right. You can. You're, you're allowed to. Not, you, don't close your eyes. Hey Keith Whitley, thanks don't for stopping by.
1: Around. There he is,
0: Keith. Keith still, still in the room. Keith's still in the room. Don't pretend it's him. <laughs> the,
1: <in some> <laughs> <fantasy>. <laughs> the only thing uh the only person that sticks around longer than Aaron Neville is Keith <laughs> is the late Keith the late Whitley. Keith. Darling just uh, uh, once.
0: Okay. That's right. That's uh
1: yeah. Okay. Okay, we're good. Uh, the uh this is You Can Close Your Eyes by Kate Taylor. That was a terrible Keith
0: Whitley. Never tried it before. <laughs>
1: Com- oh, completely different feel, by the way, mm-hmm. than what we just came of. I'm All the my energy. Bra back on. That's right. <laughs> this is after the. <laughs>
0: So many little riffs happening oh, okay. all throughout this production.
1: Okay, we can fade out here a little bit, but I want you to, I want you to play uh, now. Play the James Taylor version, so mm-hmm. just for a minute, because I want you to hear. This was the one that uh, charted a little bit. Uh, a little bit higher, but Kate Taylor did it first. There we go, Kate so this did it first. A, Kate did it first, um, and this is the one that you may be a little more familiar with. He's got tons of versions, I mean tons. Versions with Carly Simon, versions with, I mean, it,
0: it, this is. This is off of uh, Sweet Baby James, right? Much Light Slim. Much like Slim. I'm sorry. Yep. Here we go. While
2: the sun is your sinking
0: down if you're not paying attention, you might even re- not even realize it's the same song. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's I, like, a completely different feel. Yeah.
1: So this old world must still be spinning
0: His voice is slightly deeper than Kate's.
1: And I still So okay, we don't have to listen to the whole course or anything, but I wanted to get a little sampling yep. of it. Now, there's com- this is a good time to talk on covers because there's so many different versions of this. Yeah. Cheryl Crow has a version that's a little more up tempo with heavy drums. Um, Sting's got a great live version mm. that he does that he played at Wankfest for James Taylor. Okay, um, and he's got a great line. I'm sorry. Yeah, Did you say Wankfest. Fest? Yeah, okay. yeah. Wankfest. That All was right. it was for James Taylor. Okay. So, there you go. Sorry to our UK listeners. That's right. Yeah, the uh set a great line. Um he says um before he plays this song that james taylor wrote Mm -hmm. for james taylor he's like sorry if i mess it up it's not that i haven't practiced i'm just really nervous to play in front of you isn't that wild
0: that is crazy because that makes me think you I, 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 i i wow that makes me think i think we might have talked about this way back in our james taylor episode from whatever season that was season one or season two um where we talked about Garth Brooks saying the same thing. Do you remember that? Yeah. In his Garth Brooks Storytellers. He's already the biggest artist in the world. It was and season two, episode three. There you by go. The way. How about that? Uh, he's trying to play something in in front of James Taylor, and he's like breaking down crying. Do you remember this? It's Garth Brooks. About, yeah, he's talking about tears popping on strings on his yeah. guitar. It's just wild. That's the kind of, you know, I, it, that's the kind of, um status right that the Taylors have with musical your musical heroes get goosebumps when they think about you know what I mean yeah that's, that's awesome well then that's a good way to segue in let's meet the
1: band holy cow that played on the sister Kate version yes. of that song and you guys are gonna be like what just happened yeah hey All right, guys, we're going to meet the band that played on You Can Close Your Eyes by Sister Kate because, goodness gracious. Yes. Hang on and let's do this thing. Don't close your ears. Yeah, right. I'm going to just name the background vocalist to start because okay. it's a weird way to start, but why not? Yeah. Peter Asher. Okay. I mean, come on. Total legend, nobody. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, Mary Clayton. She was the Stones backing vocalist oh, for a yeah, while. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: So. Did she sing the part? Did she sing the part on "Give Me Shelter"? The famous Maybe. part. Maybe I have. think she might have. She may have.
1: Linda Ronstadt. What? Yeah. Carol King. There you go. What? So there's you four <laughs> little old st- struggling background not, group. Not, not a bad uh, bad run of background vocals. Well, we don't lose any momentum when we go to bass because Leland Sklar is on bass. Arguably, yeah. um, I mean, he's in the conversation for best. Session bass players ever, yes. and live bass play- Go players. Go check out his YouTube. Yeah, and he just
0: breaks down like all these awesome. tracks that he's played on and and shows his you know whatever. And it's and he's the coolest looking dude. coolest dude. <laughs> he uses a sixty two jazz bass on this. Uh-huh. Sounds so
1: good. Probably the best beard I've ever seen. <laughs> Stuff with Jackson Brown, Carol King, Phil Collins. He gets peed on by the dog, and something happened on the way to heaven. <laughs> Can we just hear? Let's take a minute and hear the horn section of two fifty nine on something. Something happened on the way to heaven because why not? Do Into you, one of my favorite, th- and here's a little hot take for you. Maybe, maybe my favorite Phil Collins drum hit even over in the air tonight. Okay, so two fifty nine. Here we go. Oh, buddy! Oh, goodness! Hold on, let's goodness skip two fifty
0: nine. Goodness, goodness gracious! Stuck in this whole song. Oh fan. my goodness! Okay. Oh, that's it.
1: Yeah. yeah that right there and then you're going to have a and then there's going to be just a coming yeah. out oh man
0: Leland Leland, it down oh, dude. just mean as just all get out freaking
1: nasty <laughs> oh come on let's just hit it twice one
0: two three uh, yeah. Yes. That anyway. Double flam gives so me life. So
1: good. The guitar is so thick underneath. Uh, Daryl Strummer, long time Phil Collins guitar player underneath. And I, I told Rob this the other day, but the counter melodies on guitar, Dominic Miller, yeah. Sting's guitar player, another Sting tie-in, tie and, of course, Leland on bass. Um, let me. He- I want you to hear my favorite thing that Leland does as a bass player. Okay. Which is weird because he's super – He's got great tasty feels. Yeah. Um, but listen to let's go to Don't Lose My Number, which okay. is another Phil Collins song. Let's play minute two nineteen to two forty nine and hear what Leland does, and I'm gonna tell you um, why I like this. Okay. So two nineteen to two forty nine, about thirty seconds. We don't have to listen to the whole thing. Okay, but here we go.
2: Which, y'all, I mean, Ooh, come on.
1: First
0: of all, coming in hot.
1: Okay, listen. Nothing. Space. He is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> He's, I mean, everything is his nothingness. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's
0: pocket. It's space.
1: Yes. It's the most selfless bass player
0: selfless. you will yes. ever see. That's right. He kind of... He kind of uh, um, fades into the background yeah. in, in a in a beautiful way. Oh, not, it's you know wonderful.
1: What I mean? And he's like, here's what I can do. Yes. I'm going to set up. Here's why I, I could do this the whole time. Yeah. But I'm going to give you a taste and then I'm going to let them do their thing. Yes. You know I can. He's resisting
0: the urge so to be not. like, bop, bop, bop. Yeah.
1: It's like the guy with just huge arms that comes in and is like, would you like to arm wrestle? <laughs> You know what? Never mind. mind. I can show you what I could do, but I don't have to. I'm retired. I don't do that Yeah, exactly. Oh, I freaking love it. (laughs) Love it so much. uh, In that song, he's playing a Warwick star bass, too. Okay. Um, Anyway, who – I mean, somebody that looks like Gandalf is supposed to play a Warwick bass, right? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. That's that's, that's it. So anyway. So on we go. On guitar, uh, guitar one, J.D. Souther – Come on, Um, goodness gracious. Co-wrote Heartache Tonight, Best of My Love, New Kid in Town for the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, come on. No big deal. Yeah, just three little songs you may have heard of. Yeah. So that's guitar one. Uh, Guitar two, uh, James Taylor, Uh, right, one. um, Solo debut with such great hits as Don't Talk Now taking it all in yeah. rainy day man yeah
0: just kidding it? the radio just completely overplayed <laughs> uh, that everybody's sick right. of.
1: everybody's sick i know yeah. every time you're like ah more rainy day man here we go <laughs> now obviously fire and rain which we discussed in season two episode three Carol- caroline in my mind um from his debut album also do you know who plays bass on caroline in my mind nope. i learned this this week edwin mccain nailed it <laughs> paul freaking mccartney what plays bass on wow. Caroline in My Mind? Okay, take that. There's your nugget. Wow, um, I didn't know that till this week. We'll make that Peter Asher connection in just a moment, exactly. Right? Yeah, right. Um, on drums, Russ Kunkel with everybody. So let's just hit some highlights. These are fun, Linda Ronstadt, Harry Chapin, Jimmy Buffett. Okay, but how about the fact that he wrote Tender is the Night with Jackson Brown? He okay. wrote that. So, drummer writing Tender is the Night, man. Um, and my favorite person he played drums with out of all that list. Harry Shearer, he's Harry Shearer's drummer. Really? If you're gonna play bass, you want to play, or play drums, you want to play drums with Derek Smalls. Derek Smalls from Spinal Tap. Oh my gosh! Yes. Which I
0: just read, by the way, literally right before we started recording, I just read that that Harry Shearer, Christopher Guest, Michael McKeon, and Rob Reiner have all signed on for a Spinal Tap sequel. They're making so Spinal Tap Two, a proper sequel to Spinal Tap. So, boom,
1: kablam, kablam, a lamb. Um, on piano, eh, somebody we've touched base on a little bit, Carol freaking King, again. So we talked about tapestry. Her again. I mean, you could just listen to tapestry, and that's all you need from Carol King. Right. Not to mention the other stuff. I mean, you got so far away, it's too late, you make me feel like a natural woman, I feel the earth move. Monster album. Yeah. One of those, like, seminal albums. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. And then the Memphis horn section, Wayne Jackson played with Neil Diamond, Elvis, Al Green, and Andrew Love played with Albert King, Bonnie Raitt um on is that all i mean come on (laughs) goodness gracious um yeah anyway i got stuff that you could check out um, from them that's really good but that's a man that's that's the band that plays with uh kate taylor i mean
0: let's talk a little just a little bit about the sister kate album from 1971 and then we're going to play you a little bit from kate taylor's latest album uh which came out late last year which is called why wait um but uh, Sister Kate in 1971 went to number 88 on the Billboard 200. It included two songs that would appear on Carol King's Tapestry album, uh, Where You Lead and Home Again, which were the track ones of both sides of the album. So like side A, you've got a, a, you know, side A track one, you've got a song that ends up on Tapestry. Side B track one, you've got another song that ends up on Tapestry, two monster songs. It also has two Elton John and Bernie Taupin uh, uh, songs that would be country comfort and Ballad of a Well Known Gun, uh, which is one of my favorites off that album. And then it has three tunes by uh, members of the Taylor family. It has one by Livingston Taylor and two by James. So, like the songwriting alone Goodness on gracious. the Sister Kate album is insane. And then you add this crazy band on top of it. Nuts. Um, and you you kind of got to see like, yeah, a I, reunification of this I did. band. So and yeah, that was a, a lot of fun getting to watch.
1: Uh, Sister Kate uh, Taylor and Peter Asher come do a show together in Nashville. I got to see them at the City Winery, which was a – me and Rob have seen some shows there. We saw Toad the Wet Sprocket there, but it's a good venue because it's not too big, and she – I got to meet her afterwards. The person that – and I want to say this with a compliment, like – she has an old soul, mm. and she had an old soul then. Uh-huh. Like, if that makes sense, like she had an old soul in the '70s when she put out Sister Kate. But now it's even. She's so so kind. Yeah, and she's like, I don't want to use the word hippie because that sounds bad. Um, I don't want, or I don't want to put a bad connotation on mm. that, if that makes sense. But like, she's what you would want from somebody from that era when you meet them now. Yeah. So like, huggy kind of, and huggy yeah, it's and all love and sweet all and just love yeah. and it's love in the covid era which you don't see a lot of mm. but like you know everybody tight knit close knit yeah. and uh her, the way her and peter interact it's wonderful on stage you can see they're, they're super close caring right caring. Caring is a good word man that's it thank you that's caring what i was kate, caring kate. <laughs> man that's good and
0: she did it first so yeah that's um, right she was the first person to ever care to ever care for another person that's right care bears fantastic no no no, no. kate taylor yeah. caring. Uh, let me play you a couple little spots from her latest album Please. why wait um first she opens up with this really unique version of good day sunshine check this out
2: Oh, I like that. And I think she
0: opened her show
1: with this. Oh,
2: yeah. So she you know she's got that sort of like um that
0: like that like very you know and James has the same thing. It's like a soulful um, you know, it's like this R and B influenced, uh, or R and B flavored singer songwriter style, right? It's got, it's got, you know, um, that one of my favorites is she does a, uh, I guess we'll call it a gender bent version of she caught the Katie yeah. uh, classic blues tune, but yeah. it's, it's he caught the Katie. And so here's her version of that. I really like this. I believe this is Taj Mahal originally. Is it? I think so. Blue What's Brothers that? did it. I think yeah, Taj Mahal wrote it, if I'm not mistaken. And So that's big fun, and now here is. So this is this is James has done this song, right? I will follow. Oh yeah, yeah. So this is completing the lyric of uh, where you lead, right? Where, where you this lead, is, this I, is will I will follow. Oh, that's great. Right?
1: Kate Ruth
0: Taylor. There you go.
1: Just kidding. I don't know her middle name, but Ruth is...
0: Great uh, latest album for her. her. Her releases have been very sporadic. Yes. It, it was like... Don't hold your breath for another Kate Taylor album. You know what (laughs) I mean. Years and years and years, decades between releases.
1: Then seventy eight was her next one. Yeah, seventy nine and then two thousand three.
0: Yeah, it's like come on. And then and then two thousand twenty one. Or she had another one like two thousand. Yeah, two thousand nine. And yeah, but it's it's spread. It's just like whatever. I'll put out new music when I want to. Yeah. Like. This isn't my whole life. It's yeah. part of my life, but it's not my whole life, and I'll do it when I'm ready to do it. <laughs> right, about that? Right, that's great. Um, I've got to stump the genius
1: okay. before we jump into the interview. Okay. Um, so let's play Stump the Genius real quick, play the jingle, and then we'll, we'll hang out with Kate. Stump the genius, stump the genius, stump the genius, it's time to stump the genius. Jump up and take your part. I take your part. All right, we're going to say uh, this one's going to be fun. Um, this one's going to be Name This Famous Sibling last okay. name okay all right so five of them i'm thinking you're gonna go five for five okay so i'm cheering for you to go five for five all right so luke and Leia skywalker skywalker bart and lisa simpson simpson wednesday and pugsley adams adams yep. ron and jenny
0: burgundy i'm just kidding uh, weasley weasley <laughs> ross and monica Geller, Geller. There we go. I got a
1: little harder as we yeah. went down. Rob, five for five. Yeah,
0: and I'm awesome. not much of a friends guy, so it took me a second to come uh, out. That with was Geller. good. Nailed but, um, it.
1: Friends, Harry Potter, Adams Family, Simpsons, Star Wars. I got to tell
0: <laughs> you, I got to give a shout out to my son David, who is 16, um, and at the time of recording, still a junior. He's about to be a senior, but uh, he just played Fester in the Adams yeah, Family saw the picture. musical. That's great uh, at, uh, at his school, and just crushed it. That's awesome. He like, uh, you know. Anyway. That's good. Musical, got to like hear him like sing, sing, you know, which he doesn't just do at home. That's awesome. And uh, so that was a lot of fun. He'll be, we need to just have him on for an episode. Let's do it. He's got the best musical taste of any 16 year old that you know. Boom. Like, he's he's taken my, you know, my input and then moved it into his own thing. That's good. The other day I could have, I could have just teared up. He just said, he said, dad. I think Mammoth WVH is the is the best album I've ever heard him. Oh,
1: life. dude, then that's what yeah, it's, I love it because I love it so much. That's wonderful. We'll have him on to discuss the Mammoth album. That'll be fun. Uh, well, if you need me to send an email to him to get the ball rolling, um, to yeah. his, his public, we'll talk to his people. Just
0: let me know. i yeah. I can take the lead on that one. <laughs> I gotta I gotta throw in one one. Sorry. Please. Let me throw in just a couple notes on Peter Asher because oh, yeah. we talked about him a little bit, uh, or maybe a lot of bit. I don't remember in our James Taylor episode. Yeah, um, but uh, one thing that we did not yet know about this that I that, that I discovered in research for. Um, this and other, other stuff, uh, we talked about he was the head of A&R for Apple Records in the late 60s. That's the Beatles label uh, as part of Apple Corps there. Um, he signed James Taylor and produced much of his most lauded work, right? But the thing that we didn't know initially when we talked about Peter Asher is that he is, I kid you not, the visual inspiration for Austin Powers. If, <laughs> right, if you look, that's right. Look I up, forgot about just that. Just Google search Peter Asher. You'll <laughs> find a couple pictures from him in the 60s and... It's not just like, oh, he he looks like Austin Powers. No. He literally is. Mike yeah, Myers said he is, is the visual. That's good. Uh so like he looks exactly like Austin Powers. Yeah. Um in, in these older, you know, in these older photos. Um but the we're talking about Paul McCartney connection. So he was uh Peter was dating Paul's sister. Okay. Is that how I'm getting that I right? Think that's right. And that's how um that's how he originally got connected with um, with with Paul McCartney and with the Beatles, and then uh, so then James Taylor becomes connected with Peter. Paul ends up playing on the thing. James Taylor tried signed um, auditioned for Apple Records. We talk about this, and they didn't sign him at the time. But then Peter Asher left apple records to it's it's all a big story we'll go back and listen to sit to the fire and
1: rape episode season two episode three be gracious it's been a long time right (laughs) we're
0: still getting our sea legs under us there and still trying to figure out what we're doing but but. this but the salient point to walk away with is next time you look at austin powers think that's based on a real person and his name is peter asher and he he with Kay taylor and and he he did a lot of things in the music yes
1: and he's still doing a lot of that's
0: right yeah Uh, Okay, let's uh, go now to our interview. We're going to talk to Sister Kate and have a good time with her and we'll be back to tuck you in at the end. But first, no matter what you're doing right now, I don't care if you're planting a tree outside to save the environment. I don't care if you're uh, working on last minute digital effects for the new Avatar movie. It can wait! Okay? Uh, Stop whatever you're doing and go right now to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Give us that follow at Pod, And if you want to be just a real friend to the world, go to patreon.com slash great song pod and uh, volunteer a cup of coffee a month to help out your boys um, produce the show And to be able to cover our costs and and do more things with it. Um, We really appreciate everyone who listens, supports, shares in any kind of way. Yeah, those are the best. Yeah. um, And uh, particularly our Facebook group. Shouts out to you guys. uh, Facebook.com slash groups slash great song pod. Or you can just search for the group great songs and the great people who love them greatly. We have such a good time in there. And it's really blossomed in its own sort of community that we don't have to like push and run anymore we don't have to make stuff happen in there people y'all just, are
1: kind of running it we're just here yeah. just like oh that's a great idea
0: yeah exactly Yes, yeah. you you guys are giving us great ideas for for blogs and uh and posts of your own mysteries you know like here's a oh here's a hot take blah 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 i love it so thanks to everybody who has engaged with us in any way and on any <laughs> here's level.
1: pinball wizard you're <laughs> oh, welcome my, he's a pinball wizard gracious, yeah that, right. that's, anyway that's, that's,
0: we're gonna go to call we're gonna go talk to kate taylor and we'll be back on the other side to tuck you in this is the great song podcast all right ladies and gentlemen as promised we are here with the one and only kate taylor kate thank you so much for joining us today on the great song podcast
2: hi there how are you guys doing it's so nice to see you it's and it's really fun to um meet you and meet you again that's right uh, yeah
1: we're, we go way back a couple weeks to a, a city winery show so. yeah
2: the city winery in was that in Nashville? That's correct. Yes, I went to the one okay. in Nashville
1: to so that show. Oh,
2: yeah. I loved that show. i love I love being there in Nashville and and putting that show together with those amazing players. yeah, that was that was fun. It was a good crew. it was a good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're, uh, you're yeah. no stranger to uh, surrounding yourself with good players. We'll just start there, yeah. I guess, since you mentioned it. We'll start there. Uh, I watched a great interview with Leland Sklar the other day on the Sister Kate album, but let's talk about the people that played on the original Sister Kate. I mean, you got yeah. Sandra Crouch on, who's Andre C- Crouch's sister on percussion. Uh, background yes. vocals, Peter Asher, Mary Clayton, stuff with the stones, Linda Ronstadt, Carol King. I mean, that's background vocals. Extra- Come on.
2: <laughs> who gets such stuff i mean
1: yeah. unbelievable L- leland uh, on bass leland scholar were huge leland fans on bass. guitar jd souther and a guy you might have heard of named james taylor i don't know if you know <laughs> him. he played a little guitar on there russ kunkel on drums uh, and the memphis horns with wayne jackson and andrew love so how do you put together such a great supporting cast kate what's your uh, well, do you put that together or is that assistant?
2: those are my angels that's good they you know, from another realm, they're 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 watching out for me. But uh, you know, making that Sister Kate record, that was uh, that was Peter Asher, and uh, you know the magic of Peter Asher. He's an amazing um, musician and producer,
1: and good friend of yours too. I saw you guys uh, yes. y'all still do a lot of stuff together, singing songs together. <laughs> you look like the best friends up there on stage. It's wonderful.
2: Oh my God, he is the dearest man. I'll tell you, he's hilarious and he's brilliant. And he's not bad looking either. Hey, there
1: you go. You, you,
2: <laughs> so, so, you know, it's a great combo. Um, we have a, we have a good time, but you know, I really feel like Peter is a member of my family because, you know, not only did he, well, he worked with me. I was, he was my producer and manager for that first, that first record. He kind of discovered me, I guess you'd say, but, uh, uh, he worked with James, uh, for, tw- 20, 25 years. And so, you know, at concerts, I'd see Peter, you know, we were really, you know, part of the fabric of the, the life, you know? So I always watched from afar thinking someday, you know, maybe I'll get to work with Peter again. And, and uh, I, but, but admiring, you know, his beautiful work that he's done for all these incredible artists, you know, through the years. So, you know, he, he has won three Grammys as producer of the year, but he's also, um, uh, had albums that he, that, that he produced become the 23 have won 23 Grammys. Wow, that's amazing! And the guy is, you know, I mean, he's brilliant. And uh, so I, I and I had been doing a few shows with him. I had the good fortune of you know, kind of meeting up with him. I don't know, this is a bit of a story, but um, seeing him again after quite a stretch, I invited him to a show I was doing at the uh Feinstein's. Okay really nice club in a hotel in uh, Manhattan. So I invited Peter to the show, You know, he hadn't seen me sing in like decades and I uh, invited him to the show and dang, if he didn't come, but you know what? I had the, I had the most intense laryngitis that I had ever. You know, I, I, during the sound, I'm thinking, I'm not, I'm not going to not do this show. I mean, Peter is coming. I'm not not doing it, but I, but I got on the sound check. It was like, ah, 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 you know, and the waiters are kind of walking around, looking at me, kind of, you know, oh no. <laughs> uh, and so, so, but then in the doctor stage light. You know, you get out there when the show is on, adrenaline and the- adrenaline goes. hit you, and it kicked into gear. Mm-hmm. I had to say to people, "You're going to have to imagine." Some of the beautiful tones that I'm not going to be able to make tonight. <laughs> Think those up. But, uh, but anyway, uh, we had a good time. And, uh, and then Peter, I came to his memoir show. And then we did a couple of shows together. And I got together with his, the, the, the same players he uses. And I use them when I'm out on the West Coast. And they are wonderful. And so, you know, Peter and I were doing some, you know, a few appearances together hither and here and there. And then Peter's manager, uh, kind of Keith Putney, he said, um, you know, turns out this is the 50th anniversary coming up of your working together with Sister Kate. It's so like, you know, uh, and, uh, and so Peter said, yes, let's do, let's make a, you know, make another record. So, uh, we set two and, um, it's been, you know, it's been such a treat.
0: That's great. Well, That's you know, dream. one of the things that strikes me about you um, from your music and now seeing you in person is you just sort of have this like joy that just sort of radiates uh, and it really comes through. You can I mean, you know, they always say sometimes that you can hear it when people sing uh, when they're smiling. You know, you can really yes, hear yeah. a smile and I yeah. find that to be true, you know, through the new album. Um, that just sort of, uh, I mean, you're you're just having a great time. Um, Obviously, you could have put any songs on this new record that you wanted. What was it about this collection that felt right to you?
2: Well, that's a good question because, you know, Peter and I sat down once we decided we were going to, you know, move forward with this. We sat down to start thinking about the songs. And the first one that he brought to the table was that Good Day Sunshine, Mm -hmm. that version that he'd heard by um, a kind of Rod. uh, Oh, Jeepers Crow. (laughs) I'm going to have to get back to you on that. Uh, It's a it's a great R&B version. And and Peter had sort of had it in his back pocket for a lot. He said there's another brilliant thing about Peter is that he hears songs and that he knows someday are going to fit with just the right singer. Mm-hmm. And then he waits for that singer to swim by, you know, <laughs> and, he, and he tags it on. And so that happened with uh, Good Day, that version of Good Day, Sunshine was Set, R&B kind of version. And it's so much fun to sing. And those are Peter's, that, that background vocal, that's Peter's daughter. Oh, really? Victoria Yeah, Oh, that's Asher. great. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I
0: love those. Those yeah. vocals kind of caught me off guard. Uh, they were, right. th- it was a, it was, it's sort of a very modern styling for those, for those vocals. And uh, right. it, I don't know, it just, it just surprised me. I, I loved it. And they're kind of, they're yeah. present in several places throughout the record. Right. I I, thought, right. I really yeah. love that touch.
2: I love that touch, and that's Victoria uh, uh, Asher. That's you know Peter's daughter, and he knows how to you know get you know he he has a vision about from what she can deliver. You know, with her voice, because she has this beautiful, incredible intonation mm-hmm. and steady. You know, you know, you'd think it was like a like not a well. I don't want to say it sounds electronic because it doesn't, but it's steady. She's got this no vibrato, and it's a great modern tone. Yeah, yeah, it does have yeah. that great feel to it. And she's awesome. I mean, she's an amazing person and a wonderful musician, and she does film and everything. But uh, so, so anyway, so he brought that to the table. So uh, I said, "That's great." And then I, what did I? I guess I brought a couple of those. Uh, you know, over time, we each ended up. There are fourteen songs on the record, and we each ended up. I think suggesting seven each. Oh, that's a good balance. It uh, works out good. So it really worked out nicely. And, uh, you know, I, I'd bring something and he'd say, yeah, that's, that's, that would really be great. And then he'd bring something and I'd say that. And then there were, you know, a few places where we, you know, uh, we steered each other away from a particular tune or other, but, uh, uh, You gotta have that in your
1: corner. Somebody that says, no, nah, let's not do that one. Like that's a good friend. <laughs> that's good. A uh, good helper right there.
2: Yes. And so, you know, but it was so, it's so much fun working with him and uh, he's really, you know, he's been doing this masterfully for uh, what, you know, 60 years. And so, um, uh, you know, and then also to play again with Russell and Leland and Danny and to get a chance to play with, to sing with Waddy and Albert Albert Lee on guitar. I mean, come on, and adding Jeff Allen Ross on keys. I
1: mean, those are those are bangers right there. That's big. They uh, are
2: bangers. They are. You are talking the real McCoy. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get any deeper than that. I'll tell you. So I'm. I really. when Scarlett Rivera plays on a uh, fiddle on uh, the Staple Singers tune we do. Yeah, and it's kind of it's a great touch to have the fiddle on there. Yeah, it's like. You know, out of left field, that was Peter's idea. You know, he's brilliant. He's just brilliant.
1: <laughs> well, speaking speaking of fiddles and tiny things, and the Nashville show, you actually did an amazing cover of "Country Comfort," the Elton John song. So that's uh, and, and I'll uh, I'll kind of tie in. There's parts of these where we just kind of gush over things that we love about the artist. So I loved your version of "Country Comfort." I thought it was fantastic. That was that was very good there. Now going back through your discography for a little bit, I listened through "Beautiful Road" the other day from two thousand three. It's got "He's yeah. Waiting," which is written by you. I saw you yes. play it on the Barry Nolan Show, and it's got that backbeat and the guitar that cooks. And you even do a little yodel with my baby. Yodel.
2: There it is, there it is. <laughs> off the cuff. Didn't even have uh, to I know. So, Don't get me going. I mean, you will regret <laughs> it.
1: That, that beautiful road's got a great video on your official uh, YouTube page, too, with awesome photos of you and James and Peter and everybody. Else. I love that video on there. You did a a pretty big hiatus in uh, 79 through 2003. What kind of prompt? Tell a little bit of the listeners a kind of about what prompted the, the break
2: there. Uh, I had my greatest hits, namely my two daughters. <laughs> there we go. That's good. I like that. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, there was just... Lots to do at home. I, you know, so, um, I, uh, had the, this, you know, great and wonderful, beautiful life with these, you know, this family and doing, doing what, you know, making it work. Uh, uh, and all the while there was music, you know, on the back burner a lot of the time, but there was, you know, the occasional gig. I had this amazing, the i when you said the thing about the players that i've had a chance to play with i mean every band that i've ever had has been just the ultimate i can't tell you i these players have all been so good and um uh i put we had together a little band uh in those days when i was home with the kids and uh it had arlen roth on guitar amazing guitar player yeah. it had uh tony garnier on bass my friend tommy Hambridge on the drums And, uh, you know, we you know, occasionally we'd have some, some, uh, guest things from this beautiful fiddle player and Mindy Jostin before she died. She played with us, but, uh, uh, we we had this little combo and we'd do shows when we could. And they lived off island, most of them. I live on an island. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, that they would come and visit and we'd do shows here and we'd do shows there. But uh, Tony, the bass player, he is the music director and bass player from Bob Dylan. So he's always on the road with Bob Dylan. So for me to get a chance to play with him was like rare indeed. (laughs) Well, one one day we heard about uh, how Dylan had to cancel dates because um, he had some serious infection around his heart. So of course, this is a terrible news for Bob Dylan. Sad for Bob, but great for Kate, right?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so anyway, we, we we you know we got to make a record. So we we pulled in the gear and pulled up the band. You know who came to play on that on those first tracks? Chuck Lavelle. Oh man, Chuck I'm... Lavelle, the uh, keyboard player. Uh he uh, he's she's unbelievable. And and I he was a good friend of my brother Alex's, and. Uh, my late husband Charlie, who was co producing this record that we ended up sort of starting to make with Tony and the band, uh, and Tony ended up co producing it. But anyway, so uh, Charlie had written a song about um, Alex, because Alex had passed on a few years earlier. So Charlie wrote this song called Blue Tin Suitcase. And Chuck was really, had been a really good friend of, of, of Alex's. And so we enticed Chuck up. To Martha's Vineyard, to where I live, to where we live to uh to record uh you know, Blue Tin suitcase with us. And uh and he did a, he was played on a lot of the other tracks too. Oh my god. That was that That's was awesome. incredible. So and then you know, uh thankfully Dylan got better. Yeah. And so that meant Tony's back out of the road. So it took us from ninety five until uh two thousand and 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 uh, what well, Let's see. Two thousand two thousand and one. Well, I think it might have come out in 2002 okay. or three. We finished the recording and stuff of it in 2002, I guess. Okay. Anyway, so, uh, uh, you know, um, these things take time, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but but since the release of that road, that, that was Beautiful Road. And since the release of that record, you know, we've gone on to do, do shows, you know, and kind of crank the gear back into place and. And um, and and it's been so much fun. It's been a beautiful, beautiful ride, you know. Nice. I've, I've, and to have this, to have this, you know, this this moment to work with Peter and the boys is just, you know. I don't know. I you know it. I don't know if I deserve it, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it's lovely. It just sounds like you you consider them family. You know all these Thank all you. these players and all these guys and girls that you've been around for so long. It just sounds like you you. It just feels like you're having a conversation about family. Um, yeah, that's right. That's really it's sweet. Right,
2: Rob. What's yeah?
0: What's different about making a record for you? What's what's different about making a record now versus making a record? you know, uh, as long as 50 years ago, what do you have to do different even vocally or just preparation wise? How, how's the process different if, if it is? Oh,
2: yeah, that's a really good question. Well, when I first started, when I made sister Kate, I was so green. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just like a girl with her finger in the socket. <laughs> you know, I, that's all I was was pure buzz. I was, you know, and, uh, uh, um, uh so so when i was in the studio you know it was a, a range of emotions from you know terror to total excitement you know uh it was the ran the, the, the gamut and uh i and i, I kind of learned to calm down a little bit uh and uh and so you know so over time that's made a difference. It's interesting to see how you can, the techniques of recording, just the tech, you know, all this, the technology, you know, oh, I mean, basically you don't even have to sing anymore. You just sort of sit there and think it and it <laughs> gets done <on> <laughs> And, and then, uh, uh, what else? I, you know, I just feel more at ease. I feel so much more at ease, you know, through the years. I, I you know, I learned something about that. And and uh, well, you and, look comfortable
1: um, on stage. Like it looks like that. You're right at home up there. Like it's not. And I know a lot of people that maybe haven't been out on stage in a long time could look a little rusty. But you, uh, you never missed a beat. Like you're right back at home. So it was
2: like well, my, my brother, like brother Livingston says, uh, we're circus folk. There, there we go. <laughs>
1: You put on the show, you do it,
2: <laughs> know, but you know what? It really is fun. It's just, you know, kind of, you know, to have an audience and to be, you know, to be able to to have that experience together. Yeah. You know, it's really nice. Oh, I love it. And I can't, I'm sort of spinning my wheels now because I got so addicted to the little show, the little number of shows that we did this summer. Uh-huh. And then now to have things be uh, kind of, you know, slowed down, it, it, it's um I'm sure there's some improvement I can I can do in the meantime but (laughs) well you know
1: well, it was it was wonderful getting to see you. Uh, you've been so kind with your time. I hope you've had a good time. There is one question that we ask everybody, and then we'll let you enjoy your day. So you're on tour. Um, you go into a gas station. What is your gas station snack food of choice? And while you're thinking of that, I'll tell you mine. I would get a Three Musketeers candy bar. Uh, when I was growing up, my mom would say you could have any candy bar you want, and that's the most ounces. They're all the same price, so <laughs> I would get a Three Musketeers bar. What is Kate Taylor's gas station food of choice?
2: Uh, that is a great question. And, uh, I've tried to talk myself out of this, uh, because, um, uh, you know, these, the, oh, it's, I know that these, I can feed myself better, <laughs> but I really, if I'm driving. Sure. I got to have a Coca Cola. There we you go. High test Coca Cola. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I love those cheese. Uh, crackers with the peanut butter in
1: there. Oh, no, yeah. there we go. That's a good one. Lovely. That's a, a that's a staple. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Old faithful. That's
2: lunch. That's a good lunch. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Kate. <laughs> Thank you for including me in your in your lineup. I'm I'm honored to Absolutely. be with you.
0: guys. Hope you yeah. had a good time. You bet. The pleasure to meet you. Thanks. Uh, uh, thanks again, and and congratulations on the release of Why Wait, and for 50 years of bringing some joy to the music world. We appreciate it.
2: Thank you so much, guys. Thanks. We'll talk to you soon.
0: Thank you, Miss Kate.
2: Bye -bye. Bye.
0: This is The Great Song Podcast. And that was Kate Taylor, who was so kind oh, to spend man. a few minutes with us. Caring. And hang out. She just welcomed us right into her living room. You couldn't see the Zoom call, but we were just right we there in her. Literally. Her, like, her living room looks comfy AF. I know. I right? Just, I mean, the, 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 uh, what do you call it? The, 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 oh my gosh. What do you call the thing that like, it's like a blanket, but it's got a lot of holes in it? Afghan? You, like an Afghan. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. A, Afghan of the century. For real. Just, it was,
1: <laughs> it was so my cozy. My chair that I'm sitting in that I sit in every time somehow got a little softer. <laughs> it just felt a little more comfortable. Yeah. You're right. And the man, the Afghan. That's yeah. great.
0: That's good. Every now and then we talk to somebody, you know, we'll we'll do like a full day's worth of interviews basically. Pull, pull back the curtain here a little bit. We'll schedule four or five interviews for a day and do them all back to back. And every now and then somebody just surprises us. Like we yeah. just, you know, we, we don't really know what to expect going into each interview. But every now and then we walk away at the end of the day going, wow, how about so and so Coming out of nowhere to be the interview of the day. I know. That was Kate. Yeah. We were like, dude, had no idea that that was going to go that well and be so much fun. She's on a list with mega powerhouses
1: that we have lined up for the day. And it's like, man, we could hang out with her yeah. a lot longer. Yeah. yeah, she was great. For sure. So. so, Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks so much for Ladies Month. Hope y'all Ladies are en- enjoying
0: Ladies Month. Don't worry, there's still one more week this we month. We got one more, and it's going to kick your teeth in. Oh, man. I'm so excited That's for right. this next week. We'll be back to close out Ladies Month with a huge song oh, man, from an yes. awesome, awesome, awesome female artist, and uh, we can't wait to get it to you. So we're going to go now, get that ready, and we'll see you next week. Until then, I'm Rob. I am JP. Go listen to some music.